a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm really excited for this one because if you know me, you know me as a Star Wars fan, I love the Clone Wars era. Uh, Clone Wars is my favorite show. It may be my favorite uh, piece of Star Wars content in general, just collectively speaking. And today, I'm going to be talking to y'all about some uh, important but maybe not quite as prominent jedi during this time period so i'm not going to be talking about like yoda or mace windu or plo koon i'm going to save characters like those for character profiles and go more in depth into each of them individually and i've already done that with plo koon and obi-wan kenobi so you can go back and look at those if you so choose but these are going to be like i said a little more obscure but i still think they're really cool and worth knowing about so with that said, let's dive into ARC Trooper training. Gentlemen, who wants to be an ARC Trooper? I do, sir! Alright, so like I said, I'm going to be sticking strictly to Wars era Jedi, and for those of you who don't know, the Clone Wars was a galaxy-wide conflict between the Confederacy of Independent Systems and the Galactic Republic, um, basically trying to reunify the... Republic uh, with these systems that seceded before the war, and it was fought between uh, the Grand Army of the Republic, the Clone Army, and the Confederacy of Independent Systems Army, the Droid Army. Um, and so the Jedi were tasked with being generals in this conflict, uh, regardless of their uh, beliefs that they are not supposed to be uh, warriors, and they're supposed to be peacekeepers. So Starting off this list, I have Ayla Secura, and she's really, really cool. She's a Twi'lek female. Uh, she ha- she's hailed as an athletic and skilled fighter. She was apprenticed to Jedi Master Quinlan Boss, who I won't be talking about in this episode, but I will profile him sometime down the line. She mentored Ahsoka Tano when they were stranded on Mira Dune with uh, an injured Anakin Skywalker. And with that said, I'll take this time before I go more into Ayla um about to talk about the fact that there are going to be spoilers for the clone wars throughout this episode so if you haven't watched that in its entirety yet and you want to avoid those then go ahead and pause this episode finish that up you can go back and listen to episodes two and three of this podcast if you want to hear my roadmap through it and uh what that does is essentially makes it a little more manageable if you don't have don't feel like you have time to watch the entire show it just hits the most important things so Go and check that out if you haven't already. But if you don't care about spoilers, uh, I'm going to keep on going with Ayla. Um, Ayla Secure was the general of one of the generals of the 327th Star Corps alongside Clone Marshal Commander Bly. So they were the ones with the yellow uh, markations on their armor. And she was shot down by her troops on Felucia during Order 66. Next up, we have Kit Fisto, who is John Cox's favorite Jedi. Shout out, shout out John. He was a Nautilin Jedi, uh, one of the most skilled duelists in the Order. He was a master of Form 1 of lightsaber combat, Shi Cho. He was amphibious, meaning he can breathe in and out of water, uh, like others of his species. And he was very skilled in underwater combat. He was one of the few Jedi to survive a 
1v1 with Grievous when infiltrating his lair. He had a very characteristic and charismatic smile. And he assisted the Mon Calamari during their civil war with the Quarren on the waterworld of Mon Cala. This was a full arc during the Clone Wars. He fought alongside Ahsoka Tano, Anakin Skywalker, and Prince Lichar of the Mon Calamari. He was killed when trying to arrest Darth Sidious alongside Mace Windu. Um, one of the, it, the second to last to die. So he lasted almost as long, or second only to Mace Windu. Uh, but still didn't last super long for someone of his stature, which speaks to how powerful Darth Sidious actually is. Next up, we have Luminara Unduli, who is a Milaren. Um, stoic and disciplined Jedi Master. We, I talked about, I, I can't, Miralons. Um, in, uh, in my most recent uh, sp Star Wars species profile. She uh, fought Asajj Ventress when defending Republic hostage new gunray of the trade federation she was master to barris Offi and was abducted by genotians during the second invasion of genosis which led to the discovery of queen katrina and um also to the discovery of the undead army of the genotians she was the general of the 41st elite corps alongside clone commander Gree and was actually captured during order 66 and died in imperial custody as we see in Star Wars Rebels. Kiadi Mundi was a Serian Jedi and was a stringently orthodox member of the Jedi Council. I've talked a bit about the fact that he was actually permitted to have wives uh, in my episode about Jedi attachment and romance, but the reality of the situation was he was he took the principles of Jedi detachment so seriously that some of these wives died and he didn't even bat an eye. Some of the wives and daughters died, and he was like, oh, well, that's just kind of the way it is. But that's in Legends. That's not canon anymore. But he fought alongside Anakin and Obi-Wan during the second invasion of Geonosis and was one of the first to condemn Ahsoka Tano when she was framed for the attack on the Jedi Temple. And ultimately, he was executed by Commander Bakara and the Galactic Marines on Maigito during Order 66. Shakti was a Togruta Jedi Council member who was overseeing the clone production on Kamino. She was very sympathetic and caring and helped coordinate planetary defenses during the Separatist attack on Kamino. Uh, she was heavily involved in Clone Trooper Tup's inhibitor chip malfunction and then uh, Clone Trooper 5's, Arc Trooper 5's uh, investigation after that, she tried to uh, reason with Fives, but Fives was ultimately uh, driven insane by the knowledge that he uh, he had learned, which was a super tragic arc in the Clone Wars. And the way that she was killed is unclear. And this, I actually talked about this in my conspiracy theories episode um, back in the day, which I would highly recommend you watching the, the or listening to. The title card is about Darth Jar Jar. Um, so if you're interested in that, I'll go back and listen to that. But um, she, uh, so the, ultimately the way that she died is unclear. So in some iterations, she's killed by Grievous, and some she's killed by Anakin, and in others she survived Order 66. But uh, the most likely, in my opinion, is that she was in the Jedi Temple whenever Order 66 happened, and she was killed by Anakin Skywalker and or the clones.
Um, next up, we have Ethkoth. Ethkoth is a very low-key Jedi. He doesn't have too much that he's done, but I find him really, really cool for no real reason. He was an Iridonian Zabrak and a member of the Jedi Council. He was actually captured by, by General Grievous in the Seleucami system um, and served as a general with Horn Company alongside Captain Locke and was killed by Darth Vader and the Inquisitors after surviving Order 66 and starting a family, which I talked about in my recent episode about uh, the Inquisitors and, and how they operated. Next up, we have Depa Balaba, who is a human. Uh, previously, she was an apprentice to Mace Windu, and then currently, during the Clone Wars, she was a master of Caleb Dune, a.k.a. Kanan Jarrus, who you might know from Star Wars Rebels. In Legends, she actually fell to the dark side in the forests and jungles of Harun Kal, which is Mace Windu's homeworld, and she was redeemed by Windu himself. She was gunned down by her troops, uh, including Clone, Clone Commander Grey on Kalar during Order 66, biding time to allow uh, Caleb Doom to escape, and obviously we know that he becomes Kanan Jarrus, a very influential rebel uh, in the Star Wars Rebels show. Next up, we have Evan Peel, who is a Lannick. He's a battle-hardened Jedi Council member and was captured by the Separatists and taken to the Citadel, which was a Jedi a, a prison that was designed to uh, hold and capture Jedi. He was tortured for the secret hyperspace route uh, knowledge known as the Nexus route, which he had mem memorized half of it, and his captain, Captain Tarkin, had memorized the other half so that if either of them broke, they would only have half of the information. And the Nexus route would leave crucial worlds in the Republic vulnerable, like Coruscant. Um, he was ultimately mortally wounded by Anubis, which were dog-like, wolf-like creatures. Um, during the Citadel escape on Lola Sayu, but passed on his knowledge of the Nexus route to Ahsoka Tano. Um, Adigalia was a Thelothian Jedi, Jedi Master on the Jedi Council. She was very aggressive and formidable in battle. She helped uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin rescue Ethkoth from General Grievous, and she helped Obi-Wan Kenobi track down Darth Maul and Savage Opress to Florum and was ultimately killed by Savage Opress uh, there. He headbutted her with his horns and then stabbed her with his lightsaber. Um... She served as a general with the 91st Mobile Recon Corps alongside uh, Clone Commander Neo. Um, and I, th those are really cool-looking clones, too. I wish we had seen more of those in the Clone Wars, but say la vie. Uh, next up, we have Barris Afi, who was uh, Miralon uh, as well. She was Luminar Unduli's Padawan. She was known as a model student, kind of like the perfect Padawan. But, uh, well... First, our first introduction to her in the Clone Wars was her helping to infiltrate a Geonosian weapons factory alongside Ahsoka Tano and ultimately destroy it. But she then staged a bombing of the Jedi Temple as a statement against the Jedi straying from their values during the uh, Clone Wars conflict. And she allowed Ahsoka Tano to be framed for the bombing, but was brought to justice by Anakin Skywalker. Next up, we have Jedi General Pong Krell, who's a basalic, uh, meaning that he had very large uh, kind of reptilian muscular 
individual um, with four arms. So Dexter jester is another example of that species. I'll talk more about them in a future species profile. He filled in as a replacement general of the 501st Attack Battalion uh, whenever Anakin Skywalker was called back to Coruscant during the Battle of Umbara. He wielded two double-bladed lightsabers, one with two green sides and one with two red sides, and clones under his command experienced high casualties, but uh, undeniably effective results. And ultimately, he betrayed the Jedi and the Republic, foreseeing that the Jedi and Republic would ultimately lose the war and opted to essentially appeal to Count Dooku and uh, betray the Republic, deliver the uh, Umbara system back to the Separatists and uh, in hopes of becoming Count Dooku's new apprentice. And at the end of the day, he was, in fact, executed by his clones after being captured. Uh, he was executed by clone trooper Dogma. Next up, we have only, uh, I think we have, we have five left. So next up, we have Jedi Master CC10, who was an Iktachi Jedi Council member. He was a very skilled starfighter pilot and effective lightsaber duelist. Um, he helped with the rescue of the Citadel escapees on Lola Sayu and was killed by Darth Sidious when trying to arrest him alongside Miss Windu. He was the second to die. Um, and Iktachi are another one that I haven't done an ep ep uh, episode for my... Uh, species profiles on yet but uh they're pretty interesting they are known to have kind of like psychic capabilities or precognitive -pre capabilities um they're the ones with the two kind of ram-like horns on either side of their head um next up we have Terra Sinube who's a Kosian who's a senior member of the Jedi Order and an expert on the criminal underworld of Coruscant he helped Ahsoka Tano find her lost lightsaber during the Clone Wars and he actually had a lightsaber hidden within the staff of his cane, uh, which was super cool and unique. Uh, his fate is unknown, but he was presumably killed during Order 66. Jocasta New was a human and was the chief librarian of the Jedi Archives. She was very proud of the accumulated knowledge almost to a fault. She said essentially that if a piece of knowledge doesn't doesn't exist in the Jedi archives, then it just does not exist, period. She said that to Obi-Wan Kenobi about the planet Kamino. Uh, she was impersonated by a Claudite bounty hunter during Cad Bane's infiltration of the Holocron Vault and was killed by Darth Vader after surviving the initial purge of Order 66. Opo Rancisis was a this... Okay. This Piasian, this Piasian um, Jedi, and was one of the oldest members of the Jedi Council. He's the one with the big white Santa beard and the snake-like tail. He was actually one of Yoda's few personal Padawans, along with, uh, you might know him as Count Dooku. Um, so Yoda didn't take on too many personal Padawans. He trained a lot of Jedi in groups of younglings and stuff like that, but very few of them were actually his um, personal Padawan, and Oparensis was one of them. He was very proficient in battle meditation, which was a force ability where you would uh, a Jedi would essentially meditate 
during a large-scale fight and would use the force to boost morality in their own troops and promote uh, kind of disunity and despair in their opponents to kind of shift the tide of battle in that way rather than through actual physical conflict. And interestingly enough, I think he is the only one on this list that actually survived Order 66 and his fate is still unknown. So I talked about Oporensis in my episode about characters, secondary characters that I want to learn more about. And so maybe we see something about him in a show like The Bad Batch or another um, show that takes place after Order 66. I think that that would be a really cool inclusion. Um, lastly, we have Jedi Master Sindrelig, who is a human and the Battlemaster of the Order, who is essentially the chief lightsaber instructor. He was also the head of Jedi Temple Security, so he was in charge of all of the Jedi Temple guards uh, who wielded the double-bladed um, yellow lightsabers. They were pretty cool. And was nicknamed the Troll due to his... Um, unfavorable appearance which is really unfortunate because i don't think he looks that bad i mean i don't know but yeah kind of mean but like it is what it is i suppose um he was killed by darth vader during the attack on the jedi temple during order 66 he is actually the one if you watch uh revenge of the sith he's the one that anakin is fighting uh in the hologram whenever obi-wan finds out that uh Anakin is the one that was that had betrayed the Jedi. Um, so a little fun fact there. You also see him outside the Jedi Temple, uh, standing before a group of protesters to the war, um, during the arc where Order Six or during the arc where Ahsoka is framed for the bombing of the temple. So that's about it. That was a lot of information. Um, I this list was a lot longer than I intended, but. Uh, I, I tried to, I didn't even try to keep it short. I just went through all of the ones that I found interesting. But uh, I hope that y'all enjoyed it. If you want me to kind of clarify anything or go into more depth on any of these characters or something that I said about them, then feel free to let me know. I know that I can talk kind of fast uh, whenever I kind of get into a groove. So if you want me to, um, to kind of expound upon anything, just... Let me know in the comments uh, on YouTube or DM me on Instagram, any of that sort of stuff. We're at Twin Sun Talks on Instagram and Twin Sun Talks Podcast on YouTube. Or email me, email me twinsuntalks at gmail.com. Sorry, I, I can't talk today. It's been, it's been a minute, uh, but it's, uh, it's all good. But this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. Alrighty, so I just have a few honorable mentions because I was going to add these to the list, but I saw that it had already gotten so long that I decided to just um, to just kind of mention them briefly. So we have Bolara Paul, who is a Rodian Jedi Master who was killed by Cad Bane uh, during the Clone Wars after he was tortured to death for not giving up the secrets of the Kyber Memory Crystal, which had all of the uh, Force-sensitive children in the galaxy on a list. Uh, Aegon Kohler was an, another Iridonian Zabrak Jedi who was present during the arrest attempt of Darth Sidious and was killed first um, alongside, whenever he went alongside Mace Windu, CC-10, and Kit Fisto. Nadar Veb was Kit Fisto's Padawan who was killed by General Grievous. He was a Mon Calamari Jedi. Um... He was very arrogant and uh, 
reflected the young Jedi ideologies during the war and how the war was affecting the Jedi's morals. And I'm a Gundai finally was a very cool Nikto Jedi who served alongside Champs and Dula and Ryloth and sacrificed himself for the Twi'lek freedom fighters there and essentially held off Separatist forces long enough for uh, the Twi'leks to escape and uh, receive medical supplies from the Republic. And he fought alongside the uh, Captain Keeley and the other members of the Abarum Garrison who have some of the coolest clone trooper designs in the show, if I do say so myself. That said, that is all that I have for this week. I hope that y'all enjoyed it and I hope that I didn't uh, overwhelm y'all with all this information, but this is something that I really love talking about, uh, in particular in Star Wars. And I apologize for any stuttering or uh, tripping over my words that I did. Uh, I'm tired. I'm well rested. I'm, I think I'm a little too loose after spring break, but uh, I appreciate y'all sticking with me. Um, so that's all that I have for this episode. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye friends.